girlfriends welcome to another episode of girlfriends and goals we're your hosts miyosha and samaria this podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships life goals a little bit of pop culture and all things womanhood on today's episode we're talking about how marriage changes friendships or if marriage changes friendships we actually don't know what the other things about this so we definitely have a good episode in store if you're watching this on youtube please make sure you subscribe to our channel and give this video a thumbs up as well as comment your thoughts and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and consider writing a review all right so we're just gonna jump right in I want to know from you, do you feel like it's inevitable that marriage will change the friendships that you had before getting married? Mm, from I think, a married woman's perspective. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I will just start by saying I am not an expert on things married. So this is just my own personal opinion. Okay. I'm not giving advice, but I think that in some friendships, it is inevitable, depending on what the friendship entails. So is this a friend where y'all are going out buddies, or this is your wing girl or wing guy? Well, yeah, you've evolved into a new relationship or you're married. So yeah, there probably won't be that many opportunities for you to <laughs> do those types of things together. Mm -hmm. But then I think in other friendships, uh, the change may not be as drastic. So if you've been friends for a long time, your friendship is multifaceted, you are kind of on this journey of life together in terms of friendship and experiencing different things. I think that there still will be changes, but much more minor than if this is your drinking buddy. <laughs> yeah. Friday night, so that's true. And like even if something is a change that doesn't mean like the friendship has to end so like if you guys were you know drinking buddies and one person isn't drinking as much anymore you just have to transition to a different maybe part of that friendship where mm -hmm. the friendship is still there hopefully the bond is still there the connection's still there but it just looks different like the activities that you all do together now just looks different yeah so I guess is, is that your answer you feel like it's inevitable that friendships would change or yes <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, it, in in my opinion but that's because I'm thinking of marriage the same way like I would with other life transitions um okay. but I do think it, it really does depend on the friendship like are we for example are we friends who live like two minutes away from each other so we're always at each other's house and now you know one of us gets married and a move has to take place so now we're <laughs> across town like I know Miyosha and I we live in the same state but we haven't even seen each other since January mm -hmm. um because you know just the distance so mm -hmm. I think just like with any other life transition it has the the ability to change what the friendship looks like on a day-to-day -day basis. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so that's why I would say it's inevitable. Maybe. I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to stay away from doing like absolutes, but that's just my way of thinking today and my mind can change and that's fine. But yeah, that's me today. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I guess something should change, but you say that it's a life transition. Mm-hmm. What are some things you feel like should be different mm-hmm. once someone is married? Maybe. Okay. This is what I would expect. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think maybe the frequency of us going out, if we were people who went out together quite often, I might expect the frequency to change. I would also expect at certain outings, the spouse will be there. So mm-hmm. whereas before, you know, maybe they weren't around as much, I would kind of expect, okay, you'll probably see a little bit more of this person now because there's a, a marriage there. Now, I want to make a note here. I don't think that that means they have to show up to every single thing. This is my personal opinion. I know that there are couples who feel like we're a package deal. So if you invite me, this person has to come. But um, I I would personally, as a friend, hate to see such a drastic change that we used to be able to do girls' nights and now we can't do that. Um, so mm. yeah, I think just the frequency and the expectation that this other person will have to be invited to things sometimes too. So follow up. Okay. <laughs> if you were to find yourself in a situation where you know, one of your friend's spouses, say they're newly married and mm-hmm. they, they're they connected at the hip now. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's just a conversation that would have to be had? Or I guess, what would be your plan of action mm-hmm. to address that? Because it would be kind of awkward. I know for me to be like, hey, Samaria, I would like to see just you. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so thankful that I haven't, had to deal with something like that, but I'm just curious how you would handle it. You know, I would say, cause I've had this happen. Mm. Like I invited, um, I was having like a, a girl's thing. And so I told a friend who was a new friend in my life. So I can understand how this confusion happened, but I told her, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm having some girls over, whatever, whatever. No, I saw her, I was having people over and I just invited her and she was like, oh, we'll be there. And I was like, oh, I only invited women. And so since Mm -hmm. then, now when I'm inviting someone to an all girls thing, Mm -hmm. what I would do is let them know on the front end, like, hey, I am hosting a girls night or, you know, I want us girls to get together so that they Mm -hmm. know and there's no awkward conversation that needs to be had. Yeah, that's smart I think sometimes we could just assume especially when you're used to just it just being us girlfriends or you would just really have to know your friend and like you said it was a new friendship I feel with you and I we know like I could kind of tell like oh okay this is supposed to be a girl's thing or oh Mm -hmm. maybe I could bring my sauce and even then I would tell you ahead of time like hey by the way he's coming yeah you know what's interesting I I hung out with one of Miosha's friends but when Miosha wasn't there and when we got to the place she was like did you think I was gonna bring my husband and I said yeah I I fully expected that that would be a possibility and she was like girl no this is like us time and I appreciate it I had planned for either one because you know it was in a new city and she was taking me 
somewhere. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just didn't know what to expect. So I planned for either scenario and yeah. Did you get a chance to answer like what things you think should be different? Because I think you have a different perspective having lived this. Hmm. I think something that would be different Mm -hmm. maybe would be just how you would address or speak about the significant other. Mm-hmm. I could think back to when I was younger, Samira so was younger and we were dating. I don't know that we had as much care and concern about the feedback <laughs> we <laughs> gave on each other's significant other. And it's not that we would talk reckless or bad. It's just, I don't think we were in the headspace of, oh, this could be, you know, their yeah. spouse or their forever person when you're 21 years old. We just, I don't think we're in that headspace, but now we're in our thirties, even in just dating relationships, I'm in the headspace of, oh, this could be this person's spouse or that is this person's spouse. So I'm very thoughtful of, okay, how I address this person, what I say about them, uh, just because they could, if they're not around for forever, they could be. So I would see that as something that would change. Okay. There's a certain level of respect, Mm -hmm. decorum that I would have or the other person would need to have for my spouse, uh, just given the, um, how did you say it in the last episode, the hierarchy oh, yeah. of the relationship, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that that's, that's absolutely understandable. And, but that I think is actually a perfect segue to the next question. So do you feel like you changed? whether it was, because we've been friends for a long time, Mm -hmm. whether it was a change between a single to being in a serious relationship or serious relationship to engaged or married, do you feel like at any stage you changed? And if so, how? In terms of our friendship or friendships in general? Or actually, I kind of would like to hear both because I can only talk about what I saw. So I would like to hear our friendship and just friendships in general? Hmm. So I would say the major change for me, I think it was the transition between becoming married and not. Mainly because that was around the time that me and my spouse moved in together. Mm -hmm. And so I could definitely see a difference in how my time and energy was allocated day to day. And so um, before I could think about when I lived by myself and I was single, I could be on the phone half the night cackling with one of my girlfriends Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't anything. I had the time Uh, being married. Also at that time, I got a house. I just felt like I had more responsibility Mm -hmm. at home in terms of when I got home from work and things that needed my attention. And so I think a big change was just how much time I had to give to my individual friends um, versus the time I had to allocate to my spouse. Now that we live together, we share a home. Um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but also just, I guess, how things that I maybe would share before versus not. Now I'll say, I think because I've been with my spouse a while before I was married and I kind of had a feeling like, oh, this could be forever. I was always cognizant of the things that I would share and not in a sense of hiding things, but 
for example, Samira is my best friend, not my spouse's best friend. <laughs> and so just being aware of what of their business I'm sharing, what of Samaria's yeah. business I'm sharing. So where before I may have been a lot more open, mm -hmm. I had to be more thoughtful about what I would share. And I'll mention it's not in the sense of me trying to hide or make it seem like things are better than what they are, but more out of respect for my friends, my spouse. Mm -hmm. um, and because I feel like my spouse has a friendship with my friends and they can spend time together alone and I don't have to be there, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Uh, also didn't want either party to feel weird because I was talking reckless about either okay. side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even when, when things are like not going well or mm -hmm. there's a disagreement, like being careful about what is it that I share? Because I, I would probably be alarmed if every like minor disagreement you were telling me about it, like right. as your friend, I would be like, what's going on here? Like, why, you know, are these things big enough that you feel like you need my opinion on them? Like, yeah. you know, um, so I, I would agree with you on that. Like, I mm -hmm. think our relationship didn't change much but that's because we were a long distance friendship for the years that you were dating your spouse. And so yeah. it felt about the same to me. Like I still got the one call a week, you know, mm -hmm. where we were able to talk. And of course, at certain points you would be like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's okay to say this, but well, let me go ahead and, and make something for dinner mm -hmm. because they'll probably be expecting something yeah. even when they come home you know so I think that might be the only difference but we still I didn't ever get a sense that you were like oh I'm married now so girl you're an afterthought it always felt like I was important to you and that's mm -hmm. why I wanted to hear about friendships in general just because you had friends who were in the same city as you guys so mm -hmm. do you think there were any changes with those relationships so I don't think that there were many changes. Um, maybe once we became married, we all hung out more. Yeah. Uh, my friends would bring their significant others as well. Uh, one area where I just thought of that I think maybe a difference happened is before, if I was to take a trip, I like to travel, I would just be like, oh, I'm going here on this date. And yeah. that's that <laughs> as a single person versus, yeah. okay, now I'm married. If my friends want to take a girl's trip, I need to circle back with my spouse to say, okay, hey, does, does these dates work? And, yeah. you know, you're in a partnership. You're not just moving through life independently. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it was, yay, I can do it or no, it doesn't work for my schedule or whatever. But yeah. I will say that is one difference I just thought about in addition to the other ones that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um just making sure that you're being a good partner by letting them know like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. These are the things I want to do. Does it work? Doesn't it work? Those types yeah. of things. Um, but you mentioned uh, that we're talking about like friendships in general and how you feel like, because we were long distance that we didn't, that you didn't notice a difference. Yeah. I think part of that is, I'm very big on like maintaining my relationships and my friendships. I don't necessarily think that there's always a huge difference between being married and not being married. Mm -hmm. I think it could happen as early as, oh, I just met this guy. 
and now he's getting all of my time but even from when I've dated other people the person I'm with now I've always been about I need my girl time I'm maintaining my friendships that's that mm-hmm. my spouse knows I have my girl time he yeah, knows yeah. that Samaria is very important to me so for me that wouldn't change much mm-hmm. and I don't think for you either where I've noticed a huge difference as you've dated people because mm. I think that's something that we have in common is maintaining all of our relationships even though we have this extra person mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so have you noticed any differences in either friends or family members who either already are married or have become married and just how they move and shake now so yes, I have. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Why do you look surprised? <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm naive. <laughs> That's a, I, I have. Um, I have noticed differences where it seems like once someone has like that person, mm. other relationships kind of fall by the wayside. Like there's mm, not okay. a balance of you know the relationships I had before and now this relationship it kind of seems like all the eggs are going in one basket so I've experienced that um with friends and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's an interesting thing because on the one hand I'm like okay that's life you know mm-hmm. like sometimes people can't manage all of those relationships also we're adults we're busy and we can only allocate the time to things that we feel like we have so there's a lot of grace I think for me with that but then there's also a part where it's like oh you know dang I wish I wish there would have been this like maybe desire to continue the friendship or continue the relationship despite having an additional person Um, Yeah, I feel like I can't be entitled to feel that way, though. And that's why I phrase it the way that I do, because that is life. People have things that are important to them. And hey, if I'm not on that hierarchy, I'm just not. Mm -hmm. And that has to be okay with me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I don't know if I've noticed a huge change in how they're maneuvering through their friendships. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I noticed, and I don't even know that it's related, is that I noticed that some married people, either they're already married or they become married, they can become a bit critical of like single people (laughs) and like giving out relationship advice, advice, marriage advice. Yeah, You know, see, this is why you're still single or you need to do this to not be single or make sure you're doing X in your marriage. (laughs) I've noticed that uh, I didn't notice it as much maybe before I was married, maybe because I felt like I was on the receiving end of some of that if you're newly married. And, you know, the advice is fine, but I've definitely heard some married people being, I think, more critical of single people now that they're a part of the marriage club I think they feel to a certain extent that they got it figured out. <laughs> that is so funny. I just saw something on Instagram that was saying uh, that that one friend who just who just got engaged, giving out all this advice. And she was like, well, did you write the list? And then did you rip it up? 
Well, I don't know what else to tell you. That's what worked for me. <laughs> so it's like, like stuff like that, where they feel very empowered. And I don't know, I feel like the older I get, it's just a little bit of, of chance. Like, of course, there mm -hmm. are things that maybe you can do that might help your chances. But I've seen terrible people, mean people get into relationships that mm -hmm. seem to really work. Um, I've seen nice people. So it's like, if all of these people who are just themselves can find people like there's, there's no formula to it. And I think that's, that's the difference between people who are unmarried, who become married, and then all of a sudden, they're so critical. It's like, they try to give a formula that doesn't exist, because no two mm. people are the same. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you something else I just thought of. Okay. Um, what do you think about people, I guess, once they get married or even in serious long-term relationships where they feel like they don't really want to associate with single people like that anymore? And I asked because I saw this video, uh, it kind of went viral of this lady basically saying she had plans on dropping a single friend just because you know she's married now she's expecting I think she was early in her pregnancy mm -hmm. and she was basically saying that she didn't really agree with how her single friend was going about how they were going to try to find a person uh you know oh she shouldn't mm -hmm. be going out as much or she's looking in the wrong places and I don't want that single energy around me yeah, so that story was a bit extreme, but I'm curious to hear how do you feel about married people who feel like they don't want to keep company with single people? I think that's really unfortunate, I, mm -hmm. but I also think it could depend on the single people who you have around you. So if if you're about to get married and your single friends uh, don't respect marriage and they are maybe giving you advice that isn't in the best interest of your healthy union mm -hmm. is unhealthy, <laughs> but they're giving you advice that isn't helpful towards that. Then I can see a distancing, but just because they're single distancing yourself, like, I think that would be insane. I don't see the benefit of it, you know? Yeah. I I will say um, one change I could think of is even if you didn't go to the extreme of cutting off mm -hmm. people uh once you become married uh I could see you being very critical of the friendships you make going forward yeah and who you choose to have close to you in your home around you um I don't know that I was as cognizant of that uh when I got married but as I've gotten older it is something that I think about as I make new friendships okay. um, and just not that I didn't have anything to lose before, but it's just one more thing I've thought about. Yeah. Like I have my own home now to protect and manage versus me being a single woman. I just, it never <laughs> crossed my mind. Yeah. When you're single, it's like, sure, we can hang out, girl. Like, <laughs> you want to come over? Right. I know I just met you at the gas station, but you want to go out next weekend? Like, you can't, you can't do that. There's just more, more involved at this stage. And I think age has something to do with it. And 
just being younger, maybe not having as many walls up, not as much mm-hmm. life experience either. Yeah. So I think, I definitely think age has something to do with it and just maturing and experiencing different things for myself and witnessing other people's situation. Yeah. So, you know, what this reminds me of, remember that insecure episode or season, but that, that insecure episode where uh, Tiffany is expecting her first child Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of distancing herself from her current friends and trying to find new mommy friends because she feels like, oh, they can relate to me more. I'm a mom or whatever. And maybe I understand having additional friends who are your mommy friends or, you know, additional friends who are your your married friends, if that's something that you feel like you need. But at the end of the day, if you have good friends who Mm -hmm. support you and your journey as a spouse, I think it makes sense to keep them around because they have your best interest at heart. So whatever serves you is what they're trying to be aligned with. Uh, So yeah, that's why it doesn't make make as much sense. I remember some years ago, Tyrese, uh, I don't know what reality show this was. Mm -hmm. It's not even a reality show that I watch. I think I caught it on this part, but he said something to Lala Anthony mm-hmm. when she was married um, and was saying, why are you a married woman taking advice from your single friends? And mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure I remember Sierra, who wasn't married at the time. This was like pre-future Sierra, I think. Mean. Mm-hmm. But she was saying, like, I think that's ridiculous because just because we're unmarried, that doesn't mean we don't have her best interest at heart. That doesn't mean we don't have something valuable to say that could assist her in, you know, having a, a longer, more healthy, successful marriage. Um, so yeah, yeah. And I, look, I, now- I specifically remember that <laughs> that happening. And well, Tyrese wasn't even married at the time, I don't think. So I don't. Girl, now we got Sierra's prayer. I mean, right. life has a crazy way of turning things. I don't think Tyrese or Lala are married anymore and mm-hmm. look at Sierra. <laughs> Listen. Ooh. Okay. I, I kind of want to know in those instances, whether it's like your own friendships or friendships you've observed, when there is a change between relationship and marriage, what do you think contributes to those changes? Hmm. So the change between when you say relationship and marriage is like when the person is dating to marriage or yeah so dating to marriage or honestly even like single to dating Mm -hmm. yeah what do you think contributes to that well I think first it could just be something simple as the excitement you know like when you have that new person yeah it's no hard feelings against any of your other friends it's like you're just excited to have found your person and you're enjoying that moment. And when I've observed my friends in that space, I'm happy and excited for them. And I don't feel a way because I know, okay, they're excited. It's for a period of time, you know, but they'll remember I'm here. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. And I haven't experienced where that hasn't been the case. So I think it's just excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think sometimes it could be their partner's expectations because I mean it's like I don't know their partner and what they're telling them or what they're expecting and 
but yeah, it could be their partner and their expectations of what the relationship will look like, what their friendships will look like going forward and how their time is allocated. Mm -hmm. You know, some people may feel like, oh, when you're home, it's our time together. You know, when it comes to the weekends, you know, our plans or potential plans are priority now that we're a unit. Um, And then also, I think, too, it could just be that maybe you thought the friendship was more than what it was. (laughs) And that, you know, that's just how it is. Sometimes you may have thought that was your real, real, real good girlfriend. And maybe you were a placeholder (laughs) and y'all were doing all the things together you know, to fill that time. Okay. And now that she got a man, you're she on the back. Need you no more. <laughs> yeah, she don't need you no more. And it sounds harsh, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I think for some people, obviously not everybody, but I think some places in society uh, actually condition women to feel like, okay, once you have your partner, you need to pour into them like Mm -hmm. to to a fault you know that you need to pour into this relationship so much that it becomes your everything and Mm. so I've seen where it seems like people have that perspective like oh I've waited for this so long now I have it and I don't really need much else outside of it this is where all my time needs to go this is where I've invested and so I have seen um that happens sometimes but I think it's possibly from some societal influences um and that's that's what causes it which is such it's just such a disservice because I feel like especially a person who I've had the experience of having long-term friendships Mm -hmm. and especially our friendship where some of the experiences we've had, the way that you've blessed my life and yeah. we've been able to go through life together. I just don't feel like those experiences can be interchanged or duplicated mm-hmm. in that of the opposite sex or like significant other. It's just different. Yeah. And so I just feel sad kind of for people who don't get to experience that yeah. because they're two separate things and they both have their place. But I don't know, I I feel very blessed and I'm thankful that like I've seen the importance of pouring into our friendship because one, I can't imagine not having it. And then two, it's like, why not have both? Yeah. <laughs> like that, I'm going to ask this. So we've talked about just relationships and marriage, but I want to ask you if you think long-term, uh, that the introduction of kids will inevitably inevitably change what a friendship looks like. I remember having a conversation with a woman who as has been married like 20 years now. And she was saying, you know, like my best friend and I barely talk, you know, we mm-hmm. both have our families now. I have my kids, she has her kids. And, you know, once you get at, once you get to this stage of life, you just lose touch like your family becomes your priority and you just lose touch and I remember hearing that and saying oh I'm not gonna be that like that's that's not something that's gonna be my story 
of course I don't know this, so maybe I should have shown a, a little bit more grace mm -hmm. <laughs> with that. But what do you think about the addition of children and not just um, like small kids, but kids as they start to get into activities in their like tween and teen years? Mm. So uh, I'm new into motherhood. And so my experience is not vast, but I'd like to think that even as my child grows older, that I hopefully will be able to adapt mm -hmm. and make the changes where necessary to make time. So maybe it looks different. So for example, when my son first got here, Samara and I weren't able to talk like that for different reasons. I mean, she's getting a whole PhD out here and I'm busy in these new mommy streets, you know, so we just didn't have the time, but we connected in the ways that we could. We were texting. And then, you know, as he got a little bit older, we were able to talk more. Uh, now we talk even more. So yeah. um, I don't know. I would just like to hope that we could adapt. And I think also our expectations will have to adjust as well for the different yeah. seasons. And, you know, maybe it's we change the time of day. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the frequency, but we're still finding ways to stay connected yeah. I do think it will change though even when you become a mom like if my my kid will be older older I may have more time you may mm -hmm. not have as much time so we would just have to adjust and find what works and for me even if it's 20 to 30 minutes like I can find 20 to 30 minutes a week for yeah. something that's important to me and I know Samir is important to me so I would try my hardest to find a way to find the time. Yeah, I think it's hard to say. So hearing that just makes me want to think of, okay, what ways can I make sure that I'm still connected to this person? Because this person and her best friend live in the same city. And so I'm like, okay, well, when the kids have games, maybe I need to invite them. And we might not be able to hang out and go out to dinner on a Friday night. But if nephew has... A, a football game I can show up there and we can still hang out with each other and bond over watching him play football or whatever the case might be so it 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 made me feel like maybe I'm being a little bit naive in my expectations but it also inspired me to be creative and think way in advance way way in advance about you know how that connection can still be a priority yeah. So I wanted to ask you, do you feel like you've adjusted and changed as your friends have gotten married in terms of how you're interacting in the friendship and your expectations? Hmm. I don't know that I've changed much, hmm. honestly. You can tell me if you feel like I have. I think I am still as available as I always would have been. Um, I think I tried to read the room. So if they're giving off of like giving off a vibe, I might need to adjust based on that. So I think I am very, I am more vigilant, mm. you know, like, and I am more observant in certain situations just to see, okay, what are they putting out there and how do I need to adjust how I'm coming at this thing? But for the most part, I think I'm pretty much the same as a friend. Mm. 
Okay. So I would say, I feel like you became more supportive oh. and invested in like the both of us Okay, as a unit. So imagine like day one, you're like, oh, okay. She's dating this person. He's cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, I feel like you're mentally and emotionally invested in like how we're doing as a family mm. by showing interest in us Okay. versus before it's like, okay, like this is just a person she's dating. And I think maybe that's just a natural progression, you know, yeah. because like, oh, this person is family now. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously the length of time that has gone by. So I could see a difference in that. Yeah. A comment has been made to me like, oh, I felt like, you know, um, like with people feeling like when they're dating someone, like not that I don't take it seriously, but maybe that I'm not as pressed to mm-hmm. do whatever. I'm I'm not as pressed. And I don't think that happens intentionally. I think I'm just giving my time. I'm dedicating my time to getting to know this person on my own and I'm not rushing into it. Like when they're introduced to me, I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm very polite. And then maybe over time we bond over certain things and now we start to develop a relationship. So I'm definitely not doing it to be cold or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just that I give myself a chance to observe and let the relationship progress naturally, organically, Mm -hmm. you know, so that it's not, I'm not being too pushy. you know yeah I feel like the approach I observed is that you kind of just mind your own business yeah and (laughs) when the time is right and you're around you know how to be polite and cordial you're not uh, excessively inserting yourself yeah more than necessary I just when I was dating I felt like you would just kind of mind your business until you felt like oh okay I found out something Miosha would tell me or not (laughs) And that's the thing, like, I, I don't want to be, like, pressing you for information. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, if it's something that you feel like you need to share with me, then you'll share it with mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. As opposed to now. I mean, I feel like even now, like, I'm not like, oh, how's how's your husband doing? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I'm still not like that. But it's if there's something going on that... Yeah you feel like you're prepared to tell me, then you will tell me. And I yeah. think maybe as like a teenager, teenage Samaria probably wasn't like that. Cause you know, we're all like giddy about, Ooh, mm-hmm. or whatever. But adult Samaria, I think tries to know her place. Yeah. Try. I, yeah. I, I, I feel uh, like that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 All right. I, <laughs> I think I think that's it for that conversation. But you know, you guys let us know in the comments what your thoughts are about people switching it up, switching it up on you once they have a man or <laughs> whatever, <laughs> once they get married. And um, we can go into the next segment, which is mm-hmm. girlfriend check-in. And this is a segment where we ask a question. It could be from the internet, it could be from a conversation starter game, uh, and the other person has to respond. So Miosha asked me a very random question earlier, Mm -hmm. and so I was like, let's just do that for girlfriend check-in. So I'm going to ask you, Mm -hmm. if you won the lottery, would you tell people? Oh, 
I would try my hardest not to. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I would break. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could think of two people who I would swear I wouldn't tell, but okay. I probably would. Am I one of those two people? It would be you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew, like, you'd be like a vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I know you wouldn't press me about money. You know, yeah. like if it's a lot, girl, you know, I'm gonna make sure you get so <laughs> you ain't even got to worry about it. <laughs> You're my bestie. But yeah, it would be you and probably my mom. Okay. Yeah, probably yeah. my mom. Yeah. But I wouldn't tell anyone else. I wouldn't make like a drastic lifestyle change. I would keep it yeah. low key. Uh, you other people will probably observe like oh she seemed a lot less stressed <laughs> she's taking a lot more vacations but I would stay in my same house probably pay it off drive my same car but you know we all say this until 100 million hit the bank <laughs> okay no this is true this is true uh, I absolutely would not tell people so yeah. the exception for me would be maybe people in my like immediate family mm -hmm. um and then I think you would be a safe person to tell like I don't think it would make much of a difference uh dang I said I'm not gonna tell anybody and now I just said here you are you at like what five people <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> five people already um oh. uh, okay so maybe my close circle would know mm -hmm. so that's it but my life would not change. And I, mm -hmm. I am a hundred percent certain that my life wouldn't change much if yeah. I like the, the most immediate change I think would be vacationing. I know. I was going to say, if I see you in Seychelles, but I know something's thing. up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not big on posting vacations mm -hmm. or anything like that. So nobody would know except the people who, I texted and said, hey, I'm going to this place on vacation. Mm -hmm. So outsiders definitely wouldn't know. Um, you know, I, I'd say in my current living condition, as long mm -hmm. as uh, I need to. Mm -hmm. And I think I would I would make a progression that is normal. So people yeah. would suspect like, oh, she must have come up really fast. Uh, so, you yeah. know, people would be watching. <laughs> People do, people do watch, and that's why I'm very, very careful about what is out there outside of my close circle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> let us know in the comments what you would do if you won the lottery. Would you be telling people or not? Would you be, would you be flexing on people just a little bit <laughs> or not? <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Girlfriends and Goals podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals podcast to share your thoughts on this topic. If you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. And don't forget to rate, review, and share. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.